ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. How's it going, everyone? Hope you're all doing well, wherever you are in the world. Uh, this is this one is a live Q&A fresh off the canvas that I just recorded last night so it, in this one today you know um, this is a really uh, wild one because over the last few days I would say I've really been in the in the thick of it you know I've been going through a lot of deep introspection to be honest with you guys I had a lot of moments where I was thinking about packing everything in with the podcast and completely disappearing off the face of the earth um, I have days like that you know um, and it's something that I'm still working on but it's kind of like I think it's kind of just part of the, the spiritual journey. So this was actually a live that um that was quite raw to me because I was really in the thick of it and um I wanted to sort of dive in and give a bit of introspection of what I was going through in my mind. So it was a lot of honesty in this one. Um but anyway, I'm sure you'll like it. I know as always, if you can check out the one-off donation option and the Patreon page, and it just provides me a platform to keep doing what I'm doing uh, with whatever's going whatever I'm doing with this podcast anyway, it provides me a platform. Um, also offering some one-on-one co- personal coaching if this interests you on your journey and uh, that's all i'm going to say anyway so enjoy this one uh, wherever you're in the world peace out How's it going everyone? I uh, hope you're all doing well wherever you are in the world. Uh, I want to dive in as you always and do a Q&A and also speak of, and answer, go through some of the comments and bounce off yeah, all your guys' reactions of what you what you want to talk about and what you want to speak about. Hello Matt. Um, so some things before I dive into the Q&A, what I want to speak about is um, over the last few days uh, I've really been going through the thick of it, so to say, you know. Um, I've really been... Um, you know, the spiritual work has really been hammering up over the last couple of days for me. The work's been constantly non-stop. And I feel like sometimes on the spiritual journey, as you all know, um, you know, the work really starts to... When the work's really at the back of your mind, you know, it won't sort of leave you and it keeps sort of coming back again and again and again. And I find there's some days within the being a human, being a human in general, but also as you started awakening... There's some days where the work's just non-stop, you know, and it it, it won't let go. Um, and like I said, over the last few days, this morning I woke up and I was really in the thick of it. You know how, like, the mind sort of tries to attach onto certain things and stuff. And I had to take myself off t- this morning because um, I always know that when I'm in the thick of the work, when I'm really going through some really deep stuff, it's always important to have uh, morning practice. Um it really is crucial. So this morning, um, and this actually might, I've just seen Matt answer the question, how do you start uh, your morning practice? So this might answer that for Matt as well. So this morning, I actually 
I always know that when you're in the thick of the work, it's always so important to um, stick to get the foundations right, you know, when you're really in the thick of it. Because a lot of times when people are in the thick of it and they're going through a hard time, you know, you'll revert to eating crap food, which I've done in the past, or you'll, you'll do anything to escape the self instead of doing practices that, you know, slow you down and find stillness and actually can you can sort of work through some of the tough things that are coming up. Uh, so this morning I knew I had to get out. So this morning I just first thing I did I got out of the house. I went for a jog. Um, I didn't even want to do yoga in the house. I just wanted to get out and be uh, out on my feet. Uh, I literally I, I, I ran out of the the fence outside. I, I didn't even push the gate open. I just jumped over the gate. Uh, went for a jog. Went to a park and just literally just non-stop doing pull-ups. Uh, and it was t it was really tough, you know. And then I then I then I ran ran back. And I feel like um, it's crucial to have their foundations in place if you are going through that tough time. You know, something that I, that I tend to do as well as is that if I'm really in that in that tough place, I'll do a breathing practice in the morning, which I think is really crucial. Or I'll um, I'll not even eat food. You know, I'll I'll do I'll do a fast because I kind of feel sometimes like the body wants to try and escape to grab food and uh, try try to escape the self to eat to eat food to try and get away from the. The work you know and um, we always like try to like today i felt myself trying to just my mind's been trying to cling on to stuff to try and uh, avoid the the deeper work you know but i really feel like when you are in the thick of the work if you do sit with that and you try and find stillness within it i feel that's when the greatest points of introspection were coming up so for me i was finding myself getting so angry today it's so much stuff um i mean i had an experience which i'm going to speak about soon uh, a mask a mask story which was funny as well <clears throat> but i found myself getting triggered today by so many different aspects and feeling that the anger coming up inside um i know um we've just gone through aries season and i'm an aries but um this was a bit different i could definitely feel like the self was trying to grip onto many different aspects um but anyway um Today, I also as well, I jumped in the sea as well. I thought that was, yeah, it's always great to do that, getting cold water. That's a great morning practice is to get in cold water. And I did that. That's why I've still got a bit of sand on my face now. Got a bit of sea salt because um, I've just come back before from the sea because I really needed to go in the sea. I also went for a hike today as well. I needed to get out. And I went to this beautiful place um, called Simonside Crags. It's in a place called Northumberland, not far from where I'm located. It's a really beautiful place where you can get high up views and you can look out across the whole ocean it's really nice um, and it's like forest area as well but anyway in other news as well uh, besides my uh, uh, sh my shadow work and my morning <laughs> um, you know and also just to add as well guys when I was actually really in the thick of it the last few days I was also having a lot of thoughts around you know not even doing the podcast anymore not even doing the YouTube channel it really was coming on thick um, but I've let it settle a little bit um, you know, but I, last few days I was really in in the thick of it, and it was, I was sort of getting hit from all angles, sort of you know packing everything that up that I'm doing, and just sort of um, escaping, you know, and, and completely going out of sight. Because um, sometimes when you really are in the thick of it, as you know, you just want to disappear. Sometimes you don't want to be around people. You just want to completely escape. And sometimes when you do a podcast, you know, you've got to try and turn up. Sometimes I've got, I feel like I've got to turn up for other people as well to try and, because I know how much value it adds to so many people when they reach out of us. Um, but anyway, that's my story over. Um, but today, another news, <laughs> we're still living in a sick society, everyone. <laughs> we really are. Um, I really had a f funny, um, funny story today where 
I went to a, a local a local shop because I had to um, return a return a parcel because of um, doing some work on the van and I I bought I got a the part part that was sent to us was wrong so I had to send it back and I went into the, the shop to return it and um, to send the parcel back and it was so funny and this woman really she was really being aggressive and she shouted um, she was like where's your bloody mask um, you need a mask and I just went no I don't and she went like it just stopped her in a track I was like no I don't. Um, she went why not I went I know I went I went I went I know the secret the dungeon code code word and she went oh I had someone come in here the other day who said he was a midget so he he, he couldn't he said he couldn't wear a mask um, and I went well I'm not a midget I went but I know the secret dungeon um, sex cave uh, code word um, <laughs> which is exempt uh, it's really so it's really funny you know like I feel I really feel um, sorry for some people you know and them who have to work in them situations but some people really are thriving in them environments they love that deleterian deleterian sort of aspect you know like that Hitler aspect where they can tell people what to do and that um, vulnerable mentality of consciousness you know where they're scared for their lives and stuff and the believers are a real something real nasty outside in the world you know um, but at these type of people are the ones who hardly even get outside you know they sit in front of the TV all day most of the sick humans on the planet are the ones who are enforcing this now, you know, which is hilarious. Show me a healthy human that's trying to enforce what's going on in the world now. You'll not find one. Um, it's really horrible, but a lot of them are all sick and all unhealthy. Um, but I thought that was really funny. And it's also in other news as well. They're talking about getting booster packs for everyone as well, which is funny. Um, so if you've had your, if you haven't, if you've had your, your jab, <laughs> they want to try and give you booster packs to um, up your daily, daily, um, up here to do to to do month, uh, monthly or yearly booster booster jab booster pack pack it is so you're gonna get this like video game booster pack every time to up your immune system supposedly uh, whatever whatever that means but I just keep saying now you know guys I'm trusting the science on this one and the, you know the true science if you look if you really think and look deep and you find the alternative experts on this the ones who have been silenced they're showing the real science behind all the, um behind the 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 vaccine behind how the masks are ineffective and how it's it's crazy you know it's it's insane you know um they keep saying like they're not gonna um you're not gonna make you're not gonna make you take the not, not gonna make you take the jab um but we're not gonna allow you to go to a certain country you know um which is hilarious you know but we know that's all we know that's coming you know uh, i i, I want to actually have kids in the future you know so i'm not um i'm not i'm not tailing to that um and also i like my soul as well and I want to try and um, maintain maintain my soul. But I really think, you know, people. some people are going to be wearing masks for the rest of their lives, you know. They really are. Some people are going to be wearing them for their entire life. I think some people are going to wear them when they have sex as well. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise us. Um, I know Bill Gates, he does. Uh, but some people will be wearing them when they have sex anyway. But anyway, this place, you know, guys, it really is a spiritual test at times. Uh, we've, like I said, you go through the deep work. You also have this other side of things going on where we're living in this crazy time on the planet where we have sick, sick a lot of sick humans trying to dictate the rhythms of, of healthy humans um, on the planet, you know. And it's, 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 insane. It's, 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 a crazy, uh, it's a crazy ride, to say the least. And I'm sure that we will all, in one time in the future, we'll all sort of look back at this time, you know, or look back at the human experience and look down upon it and go, Jesus, that was one hell of a ride, you know because um, it really is it's, it's there's so much funny introspection in currently what's going on right now on the planet you know uh it's it's insane to say the least i had an experience today where i was in, in the van and i was sitting in nature and i felt this um i felt this this creature came onto us uh, like a, a bug in the, an insect 
and it flew upon us and um i could see the way it was looking at us i could see to me that i looked like some form of alien life form to, to it you know the way it sort of just randomly the wind blew it in and landed landed upon us and i kind of feel like imagine uh, hunter gatherers in the past coming into civilization now and walking around with everyone wearing latex gloves and uh, wearing masks and scared of the air you know and scared of touching one another um and everyone believing that they have to get something because their immune system isn't good enough as it is in insane times to say the least but a lot of a lot of a lot it makes a makes a lot of funny stuff to talk about and it's a really a lot of funny introspection to say the least so i'm going to answer some questions anyway guys um so gary asks a question if humans are energy then why do we have flesh bodies um because we're in a spiritual um we're in human form to learn that's why you know we're spiritual beings uh, in human form to live out these human experiences to learn you know i mean if you think about it um a lot of spiritual masters talk about how this realm that we're in here is the densest realm you know it's the 3d realm it's the realm of discovery you know it's where you get to learn the lessons faster than you would in the other realms you know all the great ascended masters have always talked about how the other realms are more lighter densities and um it's much easier to learn in this realm you know a lot of people speak about how souls are actually i mean you might not think this but um many people have had um have done um regressions past life regressions many people have channeled certain informations and they speak about how beings are actually trying to are, are dying to get into this realm so that they can learn the fastest you know because this realm comes with so many challenges you know in physical form you know we get a taste we get a touch we get a smell um, we get to have a form of amnesia we don't even know we're in a game we've got to find our way back to the spiritual self so that's that's why you know um because we're here to learn basically so i'll answer matt's question a bit better so matt asked the question how do you start your morning routine so this is something that varies all the time for me i try to change my morning routine up but just to keep it very short and simple some things that i do in the morning is i always um, do some form of movement whether that's yoga stretching uh, animal flow whatever you want to call it i'll always do a form of training bodyweight training calisthenics and um, something like that every time every now and again maybe twice a month i'll go for a jog i don't really like going for a jog but sometimes i mix it up um every now and again i'll try and get in some cold water and um, get some sun on my skin and i'll also fast as well um it's very interesting you know how the most basic things are the simplest things and they're always the foundational foundation for spirituality and have, living a good life is the basic things you know sunlight movement in, in air as well doing some breathing practices so arthur good asked the question how hi dan do you think souls look for souls once they for souls they once knew in past lives meaning they have a call and to find that soul just curious on your opinion of that and um, so i'm not 100 sure on that you know that's this is a million dollar question but i will speak from my own experience uh, when i was um as i've been starting to understand it um i know this is quite a, a nuanced term you know energy when people say the word energy what do you mean by that uh, but like the early question gets to you know why we're in human form because we are truly energy beings and then um, when you start going deeper down the path and w working on yourself you um start understanding you start having access to to different abilities that inherently are always there you know but they're just underneath the sort of the band-aid of the physical body you know like um you know cultures of the past talked about clairvoyance they talked about psychic abilities um reiki masters talk about the ability to to move and harness energy uh, 
uh, I think the word chi is in Chinese and Japanese cultures. You know, there's, it's evident to see that there has been this. There's a lot of mythology and a lot of scriptures talking about how we can access the this the the more energetic realm. You know, as you know, like there's the more you go deeper down the path, you start realizing that underneath the physical form, there is also another world. You know, there's a world underneath the physical world, and you can like as you go through the work and you start accessing your consciousness, you can from time to time. Um, sometimes it comes on uh, on spontaneously. Sometimes it can come on through you practicing the art of it. But you can move your body into the energetic realms, you know, and you can tap into the. I don't even know what the right word is, but you can tap into it, you know. Um, and I've had experiences where once you do that, um, you there is certain people that I've come across on my journey that I'm still trying to figure this out, but it kind of feels like um, there seems to be some sort of soul. Um, soul ties or soul paths linked to certain people that I've come across in my life. I've, I've had it with one of my best friends. I definitely feel that there was a, a deep soul path there with us because every single time we were together, we really, the work really came on and the energy was really there. We know we were, it was like, for example, the only way I can describe this and it might sound crazy to some people who don't understand this, we're just trying to stay open-minded. If you take psychedelics, for example, and, uh, you know, you start feeling the heightened states of energy in the body. You can you can really feel it, you know, and the breath is also can be used to move that energy as well, just to add that point. But I've really been in the crusp of it. And when I've really been in the deep work of it, where the energy's really been on, it really feels like at times like I've took psychedelics, but I haven't. It's just because some people are high activators. And I feel like, and this is really deep, and I haven't spoke about this a lot, but I feel like some people on our path, um, and I'm still trying to fully figure this out, but I feel like we've had some, we have some sort of soul connection to these people. I don't know what what it truly is. Maybe it's they've come here. Um, you know, we have a, there's a remembrance within inside of the spiritual self to them people. Um, maybe them people are in our reincarnation now or or coming into our lives because we have past agreements. We have um, karma that we have to work out with them people. I, I'm not too sure, but it seems like some people come into your lives. And you just know you have a deep spiritual connection with them. You really do. Um, and that becomes more evident as you go deeper down the path and you start having expanded states of awareness, if, especially if you do ceremonial spaces with these people as well, because I've done that quite a few times. Uh, you will, you'll know what I mean when you're in there anyway. It's very prevalent to see. So, so yes, I do think there is something um, about that, but I don't know how you'd go about fully recognizing it on a global sense of who's who's that person. You know, maybe the greatest ascended masters, because people say that um, when you come, ac when the if you say for example, if you, if you're in a room with a, a, an ascended master, they don't see you in physical form; they read your energy. Um, and I've had this experience with Tom Campbell. Um, if you know who Tom Campbell is, Tom Campbell wrote the book My Big Tour, and I did a podcast with him. And the synchronicities around that were very interesting. So I did an in-person podcast with him, actually about five minutes away from where I was currently living at a place called Lumley Castle. Um, and he was doing a, a retreat there a couple of years ago. And I did an in-person podcast. And he is definitely on that level because he did a few tests and he, he proved it there was um, in-person. Things that only I would know. So it's pointless even me talking about them because it's only I would know, you know. Uh, but he definitely did a couple of things in that moment that proved to me that he was actually reading my energy. He wasn't reading my mind. He wasn't reading the physical form. He was reading my energy. So some people say that some spiritual masters can read the energy in the room straight away before you even go in. And I've definitely had experiences of that where I can connect to that on some level as well. But I'm still I'm still learning it, you know. <clears throat> 
yeah ren wilson says because we're spiritual beings having a human experience gary yeah definitely you know we are well we're in a we're, we're immersed in a human experience and we're spiritual we're truly spiritual beings matt said we are all going through it brother don't stop your podcast i know i know we're all going through it. i know that's that's at times that's what um just making sure the connection says unstable can you all hear as it says your connection is unstable looks fine cool it says the connection is unstable if it goes off please let us know in the comments it just says connections unstable maybe that's the, the, the cia coming in to get me <laughs> taking down the feed spitting too much knowledge bombs um i can't remember what i was up to there sorry oh yeah it says uh, matt Stacey says we're all going through it brother don't stop your podcast yeah it, you know it's a it's it is a um it's a wild one you know we are all going through it um, we're all on a healing journey. I keep saying that all the time, and that's a, that's a, at times that's what keeps us going. You know, when I know there's other people out there who also understand this. You know, because at times when you're really in the quadmire by yourself, and I was doing the work uh, alone, alone so much. You know, I know I've got Laura's beside us now on my journey as well, but in the past, you know, there was a good couple of years where I was really in the thick of it all by myself, and I was having all these deep experiences and um, doing the deep shadow work. And I, you know, I didn't really. It was really, really deep in the quadmire. And um, so when when I'm with you guys, you know, sometimes it just, especially when I do these hangouts and stuff, and I know there's other people on the other side of this thing, because I don't take that lightly. You know, I don't just see this as names flashing up. You know, I know that there's other beings out there as well who are also going through as well. So that sort of gives me a bit of um, makes it a bit less subtle. It makes the blow the blows that come with the work a little bit less lighter if that makes sense <clears throat> gary says i've been also feeling the same too yeah i think like i said i think uh, a lot of people you know um you know when the mayan cultures in the past spoke about the the doing the deep work and stuff and how the, the, the they talked about these celestial cycles of consciousness how they come through evolution uh, and they affect human consciousness you know the maya called it the nine waves uh, another culture called it the called it the kala yunga but they talk about these vast cycles of time that through astrological alignments and um, through uh, eclipses and things like that, which they predicted, they come through civilization and they affect human consciousness. And we go through all the way from the Bronze Age to the Golden Age and these cycles are repeated again and again and again. I feel like, you know, these cycles that are affected, one of the symptoms of that is going to be doing the deep work. You know, if you are, if we have fallen, if our consciousness has went through a stage of fallen, which it obviously has, you know, we can look around at the world now. Um, alongside of that, obviously, it's going to get to this bubbling point where things can no longer stead st 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 of time, you know, like, for example, sustainability matters are going to come to the roof, which is going on now. Um, health, loneliness, community, di uh, civilization's direction, where they're going, that's going to come to the surface and going to be looked at. Uh, truth's going to be as truth's being pushed down in the in the lower ages it's going to start to rise and rise to the surface and eventually burst and i feel like that's what's going on right now as well but through that process there's also going to be a bursting of the shadow with inside of ourselves there's going to be a bursting of the work uh, and i can definitely feel that in mine over the last few years you know i can feel the, you know at, at times it's um it's sometimes as I said before, the work never stops and it's sometimes scary of what's inside of yourself, you know, what have you not looked at yet? What have you not acknowledged Acknowledged, and what sort of masked or something that's hidden inside you? I feel that on a quite regular basis, you know, because every single time I go deeper and deeper, it feels like there's more and more in the depths of me, you know, things that I need to bring forward and transmute in the light. Robert Exorus says, when I asked about other people, 
masks, I meant psychological ones. Can you see them? And do you ever tell people that you see them or just observe? So he says, when, so Robert says, when I asked about other people masks, I meant psychological ones. Can you see them? And do you ever tell people that you see them or just observe them? I'm not too sure what you mean about that. I still don't get it. Sometimes the, these things slip over my head. Right, if you write it again, I'll try and get it better. So Gary asks a question, um, thoughts on fake spiritual teachers. Yeah, this is a this is an interesting one. Um, this is I did a video about this the other day, touching on this as well, and the one I did in the woods. Um, <clears throat> this is something that's very interesting because I feel like um, when it comes to spirituality, I think we need a lot of discernment and you know discernment around everything. You know, discernment around our own selves as well. I mean, when a, for example, when I'm doing a podcast now and I'm speaking about these topics, I'm always trying to be conscious of when am I, maybe when am I using the wrong terms, when am I fluffing something up, when something doesn't need to be fluffed up, when am I over-empathizing something that doesn't need to be over-empathized, has emphasis on it. So um, I think it's something that we need to, we need to bring this level of, of consciousness to all aspects of our lives. And also, you know, when you're consuming content from many different people, you always have to be aware of, um, you know, we all have built about bullshit detectors and we know who's speaking truth and who's not. Um, but I feel like we need to continue that level of discernment around everything, you know, like around ourselves as well, where we line ourselves, where we're trying to play a role that's not really us. And um, when are we being manipulated to by our programming or something? Um, but when it comes to fake spiritual teachers, I feel like, you know, there's a, there, is a, there is a lot of them out there, you know, there really is. There's... Um, not to say any names or anything, because it's not my place to do that, but I've definitely recognized on my journey people who I don't no longer align to. But I feel like if, you know, if, for example, if someone out there is telling you they know all the answers, if they're saying that they know everything, um, then for me, that's someone that you want to stay away from because no one knows all the answers to this place, you know, they really don't. And um, there's a lot of spiritual teachers out there who believe that it's only their way and there's no other way and that's it. Um, and for me, that's not someone I want to follow. You know, I want I want to follow someone who who has a perspective where he's he like you said he has firm beliefs, but he also or she has firm beliefs, but she also has a, a half a cup half half full as well at the same time, uh, and not close minded. Because I kind of feel like within the spirituality community, when we get into spirituality, you know, we came into spirituality initially to to we, we to leave the box. You know, we we wanted to get out of the matrix of our consciousness so that we could. Um, you know, so we will no longer be in that box. But a lot of people go out of one box, come into spirituality, and go into another box. You know, they identify as this label: I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that, whatever it may be. And um, you know, the keys to the further that you go down, you know, you've got to remain sort of balanced, you know, and not be prepared to be swayed away. Also, as well as people out there, you know, who's done white one ayahuasca ceremony and they call themselves a shaman, you know. And they're saying that they can heal things. People saying that they can um, pull things out of people, pull demons out of people, and things like that. And I'm not saying that people can't do that, but there is a lot of people who've, you know, they've they've just come into spirituality and they and they say that they can do that, you know. And also, for example, people out there selling, you know, a five step step Kundalini meditation guide to access in your Kundalini, you know, in five simple steps. Um, or open up your chakras, chakras in five simple steps, and you know, and this is not to be 
it's not to be fucked with you know it's really not uh, because if you are not prepared for the kundalini awakening which asked i mean i don't think you're ever going to be prepared for the kundalini awakening to be honest but if you really think that it's just going to be a case of like going to a yoga session or going to a meditation session that or a surface meditation session and you open up your kundalini you are going to get your ass handed to you you really are you're going to get you're going to get it kicked um and also as well you know can stretch it to the point of insanity there was there was uh, experiences i've had with the kundalini and i felt like i was really prepared uh, for the work that i was doing but like i said you're never prepared for it you know no matter how high or low you are on the journey and there was points of where I, I felt like i was getting stretched or insanity um so it's 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 not it's not like um it's not stuff to be messed with anyway so I, I feel like you know have a lot of discernment around spiritual teachers you know and you any your intuition will be telling you anyway you know who's 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 off and on you know and it might also change as well over time so wonderful van life says um the virologist who identified hiv says everyone who had the vaccine will be dead in two years due to their immune system shutting down sorry can't remember his name yeah um i've seen a few i've seen a few uh, biologists who said that um also uh dr mitrovich i think it is who who done the documentary called plandemic I'm, i know i'm pronouncing her name wrong uh, but if you type in documentary plandemic the one who wrote that she talks about that which is very interesting she talks about how the rna has actually been replicated so that when the so you know they're telling you half truth which they always do you know so when you take the vaccine your um, rna is actually will be replicated which actually makes you more susceptible immune system more susceptible to other diseases later on down the line because it's replicated and i don't know the fully science behind this you know um but it basically on a basic term what i understand about it, it will replicate your rna so that you'll make you more susceptible um to diseases and i've heard many people also say as well that it can do anything it wants to you it can turn you into a butterfly <laughs> if they want to you know um which is mad i don't know if any of you out there by the way had seen um just off a side side tangent because you know like the media and stuff like don't do anything as a coincidence they always drop little cliffhangers here and there you know just to try and it's sort of kind of like what's going on in the world now you know they do things in a way to take the mick out of out of you to see how, how much you're willing to take it you know and uh, there was a new and i think a new york times article was published a newspaper online a magazine or something and it had loads of pictures of babies that were all had deformities like some had like ears like ears like animals some had like noses like mouse like a mouse and it was supposedly just a joke you know this magazine it really was just a joke um but is it a joke you know what they're trying to say because it seems like things and things in, in popular culture do this in a way to, to prod you you know like there's been lots of like uh, films and tv programs that have sh- highlighted certain aspects of society before they've they, before they've happened and things like that because this this place is a is a stage you know i mean the, this, the first guy that got the vaccine you know william uh the shakespeare you know it's a play you know um and he's actually died now as well which is mad um that wasn't long ago he took the vaccine <laughs> but it's a mad one you know uh, black swan rise and says i'm working on my superpowers <laughs> anyone else yeah i'm working on mine as well i've been working on mine for a long time <laughs> that's for sure if you could all have one superpower what superpower would you have that's what i want to know i think i would like i would like the ability to to fly physically <laughs> i can fly spiritually but i would like the ability to fly physically that would be cool and probably if i was a bird i would take i would i would go right across bill gates's house and take a big shit <laughs> fire it right down his chimney 
Arthur Good said, do you think they use monkey DNA in the V so in the future they can rewrite history and link humans to monkeys, false evolution that we've evolved from them? I don't think they need to do that, you know, I think they've already, they've already, they've already tried to run that argument, you know, that we've, we evolved from monkeys, you know. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of evidence suggesting that that's wrong, you know, I know there's probably you out there, a lot of you out there don't believe that, you know, um, that we, you know, we came from monkeys, you know, I'm open to it, I've always been open to it, but I kind of feel like what I've understand about the spiritual work I've been doing now is that, you know, I, I think like this place is more, f much far beyond that, you know, and it's a spiritual evolution, it's not a physical evolution. We might see physical signs of that in terms of it on a physical level of physical evolution, but underneath that, uh, the true component of this place is a spiritual evolution. But who knows what's in that, you know, who knows what's in the V as you put it. Um, there could be anything in that V. Um, at the end of the day, um, I've said this many times, but you know I'm not going to tell anyone not to get it. <laughs> doesn't I know it doesn't sound like that. I'm trying to on the sly tell you not to get it. Um, but you know we're all going to if you if you if your consciousness is in the right place on your journey, you're going to you you're going to know what to do anyway. You know you're going to know what to do anyway. No matter how many pressures you come under under you're going to know what to do anyway, you know. And also, also at the end of the day, um, this is a, a, it's a big topic, you know, it comes down to health because you can be, you know, someone could like, you could just be in, really coming from the angle with the vaccine of health. And if you come from just the angle of health, then you, you're probably not going to take it as well because if you've done enough deep work in health, you're going to understand that your immune system is strong enough anyway and it doesn't require anything outside of itself. Um, and also, if, you, if you've done spiritual work, you're going to come from that angle and realise what could be going on there what they're trying to do um, and even just the sense of being lied to you know and using prior knowledge of governments in the past what they've said and what they've done also take into account the, the pharmaceutical industry and how they, they make money from people taking vaccines and stuff and it's a multi-billion trillion dollar business you know so there's there's loads of reasons why people are, are, are going to take it and there's also loads of reasons why people aren't going to take it um, but it's a it's a, it's a crazy it's a crazy time to say the least, you know. I'm gonna I'm interested to see as well, guys. I don't want to make it all about this, but you know we're, we're immersed in this what's going on now, so it always gives good introspection. But I'm very interested to see how this plays out, you know. Um, are we going to be seeing where, for example, is this going to keep going on for? Is it going to go on for another fifteen years? Is it going to go on for another twenty years? Is everyone going to be wearing masks? Do we are we going to have to have a a passport that states that we are medically okay to go to a certain place in the world. Um, kind of seems like this is the world that they always wanted to create, you know, what we're always leaning towards, you know, a world that's completely controlled from every single angle, you know. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see where this goes, you know, what what is truly going on, because um, it seems like if, you know, it seems like they're really amping up at the minute, the, you know, the, the emphasis around making things mandatory you know not making that necessary mandatory the v but in a sense making things around it and uh, taking away your certain things and taking away certain powers that you can't do if you don't have it so in my sense that is already mandatory you know because if you can't go to the cinema with your friends you can't um go on holiday you can't go to see someone or you can't go to work in a job to, in my opinion that's already mandatory you know and that's already making it that you have to take it um but this is what this is this is I feel like this is what we're here for, you know. I think like we're in this pivotal point in human civilization where we're gonna it's you know, it's an interesting point anyway, we're gonna get to see who's 
who's chose what side. I think over the next few years, you're going to get to see who's chose what side and who's chose the other, other, other side of the world, you know, in terms of the V. You, you really are. <clears throat> so Ren asked the question, have you heard anything about super soldiers? And if so, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I've um, spoke about this a few times on the podcast. Um, I can't remember what's the guy's name now. It slipped my mind. Um, Max Spears, that's it. Max Spears. He's got some really good video. If you type in Max Spears on YouTube and go down a rabbit hole, uh, a lot of his stuff's been deleted now. Um, but there's a lot of interesting videos on there. He talks about super soldiers. I'd recommend that as a rabbit hole to go diving down. Um, but he, I've spoke about it a few times, so I'm not going to go too much into it. But just check out Max Spears. He's got some really cool stuff. He believed that he... He's um, done a lot of past life uh, past um, life regression stuff, and a lot of stuff came forward for him as he was a young child. And he was being taken away into these government facilities, and he's, um, you know, they were testing them on, like looking at MK Ultra as well. That's linked to that, the Stargate program on psychic abilities. Um, researching that, you know, there's a lot of stuff on that. Matt Stacey says, "Do you avoid tap water?" Yeah, I do. I do try to, you know, as best as I can, I try to avoid tap water. Um, one of my ethoses is is always spring water if you can there's actually a, a really good website called findaspring.com and this is all around the world so if you check it out it actually tells you where your local springs are around the world also as well at the at the minute i'm actually in the middle of um buying a new water filter and um, i'm looking at a berkeley water filter which if you if that's a really good i would recommend that definitely uh, there's other other filtration systems but the best one that i've come across is the berkeley water filter and that's a great way to filter your water. Um, you know, I think it's a, it's such a crucial thing when it comes to consciousness and spirituality. It's one of the first things that I started doing on my journey. You know, I was learning about the free man and the land movement. I was learning about our birth certificates and um, all this different sort of stuff, you know, um, looking at UFOs, looking at conspiracies. But then one of them that always kept coming up for me was your water that you drink, you know. It's one of them that keeps coming around and around and again where we all know that water is full of fluoride, you know. Uh, heavy metals and stuff like that uh, but there is some good filters out there that can can filter out a lot of the heavy metals so with me currently working on a, on a um, van build at the minute which i'm nearly finished now i'm really nearly at the end of it now just i'm just working on one last thing um i'm waiting for some help on it actually because it's one of the only things in the van that i can't do by myself um but i need to have a good water system because i could be like in a place where you know i just getting water from wherever i can at the times because when you're in a van you know it's like it's going to be getting water from everywhere you can so i'm really going to be up on my game in terms of water you know in terms of a, fil a good filtration system uh, so i can filter out heavy metals and stuff because uh, it's you know we're made up of supposedly 70 percent water i know the figures on that vary a little bit but water is such a good one to look into jackal said emc squared two equals enlightened our mind control too yeah well all mind control i really feel you know the rabbit hole goes so deep i really i really do believe that um you know what is enlightened anyway you know it keeps my perspective on that keeps changing every single day anyway you know what what it, what does it truly mean to be enlightened um it feels like you you're enlightened and then you're not you know also the famous quote says if you think you're enlightened go and spend a day with your family you know i'll go and spend a week with your family i'll go move back with your family <laughs> then you'll find out if you're enlightened um ren wilson says i near i live near sedona and i'm trying to go there to do a full moon ayahuasca ceremony they do every month i can't wait that's really cool yeah there's a i mean there's a lot of um uh, 
ayahuasca ceremonies now popping up all around the world, which I think is really cool. Um, it's one of the, it's one of them things, you know. It's um, the medicine now is is going to find you. It's going to find the right people, you know, and, it, and people are going to take risks when it's not really allowed to do certain stuff to get the medicine forward, you know, because it is a medicine. Um, but I think also as well, I feel like um, wouldn't it be it would be really cool, you know, if we could live in a world where these really important practices weren't made the way they are, you know. For example, um, I always remember stories of like uh, Terence McKenna and stuff talking about like the worst thing you want to be doing is when you're taking mushrooms or you're taking cannabis, for example, is having paranoia, you know, like the police are going to come in and break down your doors because it's it needs to be a proper ceremonial space. It's all about healing. So wouldn't it be cool if we're in the future, if we could create ceremonial spaces or create retreats that are open all year round, for example, for people to come and do healing um, and they haven't got that social pressures, you know, of the police coming and batting the doors down, you know. It's interesting how we can have pubs, people can drink, you know, the devil juice, alcohol, and be fine, you know, and not expect someone to come and burst your door down. Or people can run beer retreats or big beer events and festivals and drink, um, uh, uh, tox toxic juice alcohol, like alcohol um, but you can't have a, a plant medicine ceremony you know without um, and do it in a, and also do it in a very safe environment which is, is wild Robert Exra says I meant you become energy when you die in mass when you conceived yeah yeah um, I know what you mean now yes well yeah obviously we, we do you know it's very interesting though as well on, on the theme of that as well um, you know how as we're, um, you know, when we're born in the world, you know how the, the the woman's womb is that sort of it's the spiritual birth canal uh, into into existence, which I think is really wild. You know, there's something really beautiful about that. How the, a woman's body is the the spiritual portal, you know, into the physical realm. I think I think that's really be really beautiful. Oh, wonderful, uh, wonderful van life said when he says mask, I think he means the front people put on yeah yeah i think we yeah i agree with that yeah we all we, we all wear masks you know i think we all wear masks to a certain degree in certain aspects of our lives it's just about taking taking them off slowly and peeling away the layers you know of our, of our different masks yeah yes yeah, so, oh yeah so robert extra says psychological mask is people faking their behavior for for some to gain or hide their true self yeah yeah definitely i mean i've been guilty of that in my my own life you know i think like um like i said before i'm always trying to to find my authentic self through doing the podcast, you know, and trying to speak from the heart. Um, it's easy to be swayed to to speak about a certain topic or do something that you feel that you're doing for other people. Just to be honest with you, or well, one of the biggest um, bit of work I was doing over the last couple of days was I was actually trying to really get to that that sort of aspect within me. Where am I playing a mask when I when I shouldn't be, you know, or when it's not when I, when am I not being authentic? sort of say you know because I'm always asking myself what can I not say in my life we should always do that and um <coughs> I was definitely doing that I felt like I, I've felt like that's been creeping in at some points when I've been doing the podcast I mean you might not see you know but for me you know you can't lie to the self and I'm always um I'm the best judge of myself you know I'm always giving my own self for such a hard time uh, maybe that's just my personality you know I, I don't need anyone else to give us a hard time I'll always give myself a hard time and you know i'm trying to find my way to that as fast as i can to my to, to my authentic self so that's why you know you'll probably see uh, when i'm doing podcasts or something um it'll dramatically change because I've, i find something that i didn't see you know and i want to move closer to my authentic self and 
one of the big lessons that that come up is that I need to continue to keep moving towards that you know um, do podcasts that that excite me and, and be true to the work that's coming up and not try and do a topic that might I feel like might just get loads of views or something you know um, but it's 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 a tough one you know I'm always always working on stuff uh, Futurist said spiritual ca- ca- uh, capitalism gradually assimilates everything yeah well it, it does it obviously plays a it plays a big big role in it you know it, as well um, but it's interesting because this is a this is something that over the years that I've tried to adopt and play with you know it's it's one of them things we live in a a world where you know we can't get away from the fact that you need to make some form of money to live you know um so it's an interest it's an interesting dance as well because when it comes to spirituality people say things like oh you can't make money out of spirituality you know it's not fair to do so but you know the whole whole world's a spiritual process anyway you know if you think speaking about me speaking about topics is spiritual and working in a nine to five job is not spiritual then you miss you're not seeing something you know they're both spiritual so it's kind of interesting how in life we have this perspective where we can work a nine to five job and not and, and make money but you can't speak about spirituality and make money which to me is crazy you know because if you value something you know we 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 um we um we sort of we promote with our money which is energy what we want to see more of in this world and in this current paradigm right now we we do it with our attention where's our attention we also do it with our money um so you know if you want to see more of something you know help that person out you know if you if you find someone interesting help them out so they keep doing something because we all know that money in this 3d 3d dimension does provide a something you know it provides you know it can money's just like fire you know it can be used for good and it can also be used for bad you know a lot of people in the world have all the money now we all buy their products and stuff but they're using it as fuel you know so maybe if some some more of the capital was in more spiritual hands which i would rather be in you know maybe they can can affect the world in a, in a different way because money can be the root of that and um, there's a famous rapper who's a great example of this you know naz is a rapper i know there's a lot of different opinions around naz but what he did is he made he's the first rapper in the world to be a billionaire and what he does is actually goes back to his own country and he's buying up all the land and giving it back to the communities which is beautiful you know so there's there is also two ways to this you know but i definitely feel as well that some people in the spirituality community can be too swayed by that you know and, and it can become as futurist says it can become a form of cap- capitalism you know that's why if you listen to the audio version of the podcast for so many years i never i never ever once had um a sponsorship on the podcast i haven't had one sponsor on the podcast if you've noticed that um, and that's because every single time someone approached us um it was something that i didn't agree and agree with so i've just turned it down you know i'm not saying if someone t- turns up to something that i actually use then i wouldn't promote it but all along my journey so far and i haven't done one ad so far every single one that's come up has all been something that i don't believe in and i'm not willing to promote anything that i don't believe in um, or something that isn't aligned to consciousness so that's my opinion on that anyway uh, robert says there is no ready-made spiritual path but i liked the attitude of krishnamurti cool guy yeah yeah he was really cool really cool i love krishnamurti's um quote where he says um he says there's an invisible force he went he went i can't he went i can't see it he went but i can feel it uh, yeah really really cool if you ever get a chance to watch Kristen, Kristen Mertner's videos on YouTube really really cool Black Swan Rising says my superpower would be 
to to jump timelines to jump timelines yeah that'd be cool i would love to go back to egyptian times that would be i think that'd be sick to go back any imagine to go back to egyptian times and see how they built the pyramids yeah imagine you'd go back and they've all got little shovels out little trowels <laughs> yeah. all of the build all of the builder bums out at the um building the pyramids doubt it ufo we could go back to that time the ufos could be helping them <laughs> i think that'd be a mad time where would you want to go back in history if you could go back any time anywhere in history where would you want to go that'd be a cool question but for me it would always be the egyptian cultures or the or the mayan culture i would love to go back and see what was what the hell was going on there and what they were smoking that's for sure arthur good said they were talking uh, code bracelets today on news if you haven't got one you're not allowed in places yeah well i mean that's been out for a while the, the bracelets where they have codes on the bracelets and stuff um where was it again israel israel's always quite far ahead and there's, there's a listener who listens to the podcast from israel there's a couple actually and they were telling me that they can't go into super, certain supermarkets if they haven't got like a qr code on the phone like a green pass it's called and they can't go into certain supermarkets which i think is insane um you know but we all we all know what we need to do you know um and we need them to, to the only way to avoid that is to take your power back you know because the places what you're not going to be allowed in um if you do if you're not relying on them places then they haven't got you you know so we all know what needs to be done um el pasco ali says brother what's your thoughts on choosing to be here in this time there's either our coincidences or or they aren't there is no in between we are in sync, in harmony, in alignment. We are all presence. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I, I, I do, I do feel that. You know, there's like, as you go down, I know it's quite cliche to say this, and I know a lot of people will go, "Oh, this is bullshit." You know, <clears throat> but the further you go, when you start doing more and more work, you start realizing that this place, there is no coincidence. You know, and it seems like there is some sort of universal force or something that is aligning things in your life for you to learn from or to move into or something that you need to overcome or even a collective level that we know all need to move into and learn and i feel like there's no coincidence currently what's going on in the world right now you know i really feel it it feels like it's the ultimate resistance for change on the planet you know we at times you know in life we always need that form of resistance you go to a gym and do pull-ups you need a resistance to grow bigger muscles you know you need always need some form of resistance in life um and that's for me that's exactly what's going on right now you know there's a big resistance and it feels like if we were on the other side of this before we came here and we were whatever this place is and we got to cho choose to come in at one point in the game i think we'd all come in right now in my opinion because you know we get this chance to to be in the thick of what's going on because it is hilarious you know from a spiritual perspective it really is hilarious and imagine um i always imagined i always have this thought in my head of like getting through all this inner stuff that i'm working on then you've got like all this other stuff alongside of it that you can see and that's going on over here with the mask wearing and the vaccine and the pressures that come there it's kind of like i just imagine myself looking back on this place and just laughing my head off you know um and thinking what the hell did i do putting myself into that you know but also at the same time probably learning a lot of big lessons from that Vanuful Van Life said, "Any questions? Send me a DM. I think what you're referring to is the van. I think I might have to. <laughs> it's really mad, you know, when you um just to go off a little bit. I know nothing's off topic here, um, but you know when you're building a doing a van build, um, 
for example, you know, you've got to be a plumber, you've got to be an electrician, you've got to be everything, you know, and it's kind of really humbling because I think this also plays into, this is why I really wanted to do a van build for before, because, you know, a lot of times in life, we're, we're, we're in a situation where we don't have skills of all these different aspects, you know, and we don't know how to, to do a certain thing on a practical level, we don't know how to do this. Uh, we can be so one-dimensional and I kind of feel like that's in Monday world that will give so much of our power way through that process so for me it's been really humbling to be doing a van build and you know learning a process on how to do a plumbing setup or even how to do certain building you know do certain building things in the van or whatever it may be you know um, it's really humbling something that I've been doing as well um, I don't know if any I know a few people have messaged me saying that you're also doing this too but I've also been uh, lately been doing a lot of research into growing my own foods and stuff and looking into how to preserve seeds and things like that um, there's a lot of what's really interesting as well is um, that in, in many places in the world at the beginning of when the when the pandemic was really in the thick of it people weren't actually allowed to to stock seeds which I think is really really wild here we go again <laughs> the government took the first one down Let's see if they take down the second one. <laughs> I'll give a little bit of time for everyone um, to ju jump back on. Wonderful, wonderful van life says, Do does anyone else watch James Cook's videos on YouTube? He did a really one the other day about the weather or not. It was better way of life in the tribal times. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I'll tell you who's really good documentaries, uh, Bruce Parry really his Bruce Parry's documentaries in the past of like going back and looking at hunter gatherers tribes and stuff and tribes that have are sort of you know tribes that are untouched I think are really cool documentaries always sort of give you that insight there's always a part of me that you know looks at Monday society that's going on right now and I kind of always want to sort of you know dip back into that time you know I'd love to see what it'd be like to live as a hunter gatherer you know where you're not worrying about time you're just completely in, in the moment you know um, I would really love to feel feel what that felt like. <clears throat> El Pasco Ali says, um, in Latin, government is govern the mind. Yeah, governmental means govern your mind, govern your mental. It's really weird, all the, the word the word magic, you know, um, the words, spells, and word magics around world and around the world. It's kind of interesting. I always, I went to a, a museum a while ago called the Hippocrates Museum in Greece and what's really interesting about that is you know Hippocrates um, I wonder if like if that word is being used like as a hypocrite you know like I wonder if that's being transmitted over because Hippocrates was someone who was healing people of alternative medicine and when I was in Greece I was reading loads of scriptures talking about how people used to travel from Africa from from the mainland to come across to Greece from Turkey and stuff and they would be healed by the the medicine man who was Hippocrates but I wonder if that word has been has been used, you know, to call someone a hip hypocrite to try and discredit his message. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, because um, there's a lot of word magic play within civilization now that people use that we don't quite see, you know. Like for example, we say the word like "good morning." Well, "good morning" means you know you're mourning a death. Um, it should be "good day," <laughs> "good day." <laughs> like uh, the in between us. Have you ever seen the in between us where he dresses up as a Jew? <laughs> UK version of in between us 
Vanderpool Van Life says, I want to start my own tribe. Yeah, definitely. That's something that I've, that I've been questioning a lot lately. Today I went for um, a walk today and I went on a hike. Um, in the part of the world that I'm at at the moment, you know, you, you know, it's very, it's, you know, we, it's very. You have to sort of get quite far out in the UK to to, to escape sort of quote unquote Babylon. You know, it's all sort of built up cities and stuff. But as you start going more out in nature, you start finding more and more people are starting to live in alternative different ways. You see some tiny homes, and um, people living in yurts and things like that. But I think you know that I definitely think the world's going towards that. You know, I feel like we will get to a point where. Um, I know I've spoke to you before um, as well, Vanderful Van Life on Instagram, and you were talking, saying about how you were thinking about going across to Portugal. There's a lot of self-sustainable communities in Portugal. I've been to two, two different self-sustainable communities over there, and I've, I've lived with one of them for two weeks um, to see how what was like and stuff. And there's some um, really cool projects happening all over the world where people are starting communities. But it's definitely something in the future that I've been heavily thinking about is starting some sort of community, you know, um, Whatever how that manifests, I don't know. I'm not putting too much pressure on myself. I put too much pressure on myself lately. Um, but currently working on the van, that's the first step. And then I'll just see how, how the universe prevails, you know. The first step is for me was, um, in my life, I had a lot of stuff that I was removing out of my life, you know, a lot of sort of quote-unquote chains that I had around me for my game. Um, you know, I, had a, I left my job I was in. Um, I also had a house as well, um, and I had to get rid of that. So... I'm, I'm through all that now, you know, so I feel a lot more free, you know, for, and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, you know, um, but just from on my journey, the, it was sort of, I felt like it was a burden on what I wanted to do in the future, um, but I'm in a position now where I don't have to um, do that. So the van's always a stepping stone for me, and I want to see how it manifests, but always in the future for me, I, I'm always thinking about that long-term perspective, you know, of cultivating making a community or something or getting together with other like-minded people and um, getting a piece of land or something and uh, starting a self-sustainable community i think that would be really cool i've visited a lot of them and it's all every single time i go to them and it always creates that feeling inside me good all the time um mike said um how's it going mike as well he says how have the current and upcoming uh, retrograde energies been intense for us for 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 you as well feels like i'm losing things left right uh, all having to do with my purpose here uh music gear accessories yeah definitely for sure we'll, we'll look the feed went down before you know and uh, mercury retrograde is always about technology i remember um a while ago when i did a podcast with clara the the podcast technology kept going off all the time and that was right in uh mercury retrograde um, but I think in in sense of any, I think the energies in, in sense are just going crazy as well because, like I said at the, in the other live I was doing before, before it went off, I was speaking about how I'm going through. I've been going through so much intense stuff lately. Last few days I've really been in the thick of it. Um, it's it's really interesting because it's sometimes when you always get to go towards bed, to, like nighttime, where you're settling down, where the body's starting to wind down. It really seems like that's when the mind gets a lot stronger. Well, it does for me anyway. Um, and I know a lot of intense spiritual activity as well started about 3 a.m. in the morning, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. in the morning. Really, I find myself when I was doing so much spiritual work, I'd be waking up at early hours in the morning and the work would just be coming on again and again and again. And I'd be having energy surges, um, be having visions, you know, things in my, my, my third eye and things like that. <clears throat> so I think there's a lot going on from all levels, you know, right now. I really do. I think there's... 
um, just from a personal perspective, looking around at my people close to me in my life, there's a lot of people going through a lot of, um, you know, mental problems and stuff. You know, people like are really, um, really in like uh, having big, big spouts of depression and stuff and not knowing what they want to do in their life and things. So I think there's a huge, there's a huge energy that's emerging on the planet where a lot of things are coming to the surface and so many people and I can recognize that within me as well, you know. We're all in it, you know, we're all in the thick of it by the sounds of it. El Pascual uh, Ali says, like the game, the more experience one gets, the more one levels up. The further one goes, the tougher it gets. We have all inner resources. We fully, we are fully equipped. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. You know, it's kind of like as we're going, as we're uncovering and moving further down the journey, kind of feels like, you know, we're, we're sort of like, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, we're all, we, we, you know, the universe gives us, in my opinion anyway, I know it's hard to see this when you're really in the thick of it, but I kind of feel like the universe just gives you enough, you know, it tests you enough because it knows you have the skills of the lessons that it gives you. And I feel like, you know, the further that your skills get, the further that you move down, for me, I feel like the work's getting hard, you know. Like today I felt like it was a baseball bat. This morning was getting slogged off my head, just like, boom, boom, take this one, take that one. <laughs> Here you go, here's another one. I felt like I needed a huge super bat to just be like, home run, bang. Because <laughs> the, less, the lessons were coming thick. But it just, I think it just gives you the, you know, it's sort of, it's like the, it's like when you take psychedelics, the medicine, not all the time, you know, sometimes it hits you hard, but sometimes it just gives you what you need, you know. Mike says that maybe that's why I've been basically nocturnal for a year. Feels like I was dragged into it, really trying to get back to being awake with the sun, but it's been the biggest challenge yet. Yeah, I think, you know, when it comes to when you start to go through the work and stuff, there is a, there is like sort of an element of where you do go in a perspective where you don't want to see anyone, you know, um, you want to be by yourself. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think that's just a part of the journey where you want to just sort of, you know, you want to be, you want to take yourself away from Monday society and maybe you want to stay away from everyone. That's just part of it. But for sure, for sure, like I said, it's just a common theme that so many people are, are really, uh, are really going for it, man. They really are. El Pasco says, I feel the whole Corona thing and the agendas in play are becoming the catalysts for an awakening. Either one sinks deeper into the system or one begins to float. We are present beyond the box. Yeah, like I said before, you know, um, it, it seems to me that everything that's going on right now has been brought to the surface in terms of uh, corona and stuff, you know, with uh, the awakening. It seems like it has invoked a huge amount of people. You know, in the past, I remember one of the things that woke a lot of people up in the past was 9-11, you know, when these big... Um, events come along that sweep consciousness that tr are trying to you know push the hand of the of, of the of the masses into one direction and i kind of feel like this is exactly what's going on right now you're either going to get people who are going to go along with it or it's going to trigger a response in people uh, to make a change and i kind of feel like that's exactly what's going on now there's so many people who have been triggered in a certain way and thinking they can't take it you know for example today um i was um at a petrol station today and I went at the petrol station um, I know in America in other countries call it gas station um, but I went at the gas station petrol station whatever you want to call it and I went in without a mask on and then I watched three other men go in that gas station petrol station without a mask too and 
I was watching the reaction of the cashiers and I kind of, the vibe I was getting from the cashiers is that, you know, they didn't challenge anyone. It seemed like it was, the because people were going in without a mask, it was kind of like they were enjoying it. They kind of liked it because, you know, a lot of people in their minds, they don't want to be doing that. You know, they're working today in the UK, for example, it's been red hot, like being boiling hot. And, um, you know, imagine wearing a mask like that all the time in the heat. You know, the cashiers don't want to be wearing them, you know, um, but it takes... You know, it takes a certain type of person and a certain amount of people to say I'm not having it, you know. And then the snowball effect comes. So it's really, it was really um, beautiful to see four, you know, by the looks of it, four, you know, dominant males walking in and not not wearing a mask, you know. And I could see, I could see the joys on the cashier, cashier's face, which is really interesting. So there's a, probably a lot more people who are thinking, you know, let's get this over with, let's get this done. You know, so we can actually, we don't have to be suffering at work, you know. Work's already suffering enough without wearing this muzzle on my face. Um, Darfield said, heard of the Cosmic Coincidence Control Centre. They are interdimensional beings which work just outside our senses and are responsible for placing synchronicities in our path. John Lilly found them. John Lilly's really interesting, by the way. A uh, really interesting guy. Looking at the work of John Lilly, as um, Darfield says, uh, but yeah, you know, it seems like there is, there is, seems to be, there does seem to be, when you cross over and you, the deeper that you go, you do find that there seems to be entities that are, are, are working, you know, um, for both sides of the coin, you know, um, people call it, for the good sign, they call them angels, archangels, whatever you want to call them, um, entities, uh, but it seems like there is something just abruptly touching this reality that's just outside of this one, you know, um, there's been mythology for thousands of years talking about this reptilians always come up you know but there does seem to be some benevolent force um or omnipian force whatever you want to call it that is working with us and maybe working against us you know for sure um i've seen like i said i've seen had experience where i've seen the reptilians on many on many occasions now uh, it's no coincidence to me kali mc says where can i find out more information about the meet the meetup yeah, so the meetup that I'm doing at the Lake District is just um, just send us a message on Instagram. I mean, Instagram's I am Dan Harrison, or you can send us a message on. I think if you go to the um, you'll go to the description of this podcast. There's lo- I'll I'll put some links after this, um, but on other videos, if you go on most of the videos that's not live streamed, there'll be some links, and you'll be able to go to the website and there's a contact form on there. Just send us a message, and I'll send you over the the actual pinned location. The only reason why I'm not putting it out online is because I, I want, you know, I want people who are actually serious about coming, they'll obviously, they will contact us, you know, and they'll, they'll come through to doing it. I don't want to just put it out there, for example, and, and put it out there on the internet, uh, the, the, the pinned location where we're going to be. If people directly message us, I will send you the, the pinned location so you can turn up. But I don't just want to sort of put it out there for everyone to see, you know. The serious people are going to, are going to, um, they're going to message us, you know, and they're going to want to, um, do some digging and they're going to messages to find out where the actual location is but if you just send us a message on facebook instagram or um through the website i'll send you the pinned location of where it's going to be but it's going to be in the lake district um in a in a place called um not far from borrowdale which is going to be really cool to hang out with everyone jake farron merlin says reptilians interdimensionals definitely exist yeah for sure like i said i've seen many times i've seen the reptilians when I've done eye gazing with my girlfriend as well, we've seen ourselves as reptilians on on, on a few on a few occasions. 
uh, which is very wild. Also as well, which um, something I learned out uh, learned a while ago is, is that um, in Star Wars, I don't know if you can remember, but in the Star Wars film there is um, Darth Maul, um, which is sort of a, a red looking creature with two horns and he's got like red and black spots on his face. Um, that's a, many people say that's a royal reptilian and that's where um, George Lucas, I think who wrote Star Wars, he obviously he must have been aware of that, you know, and he's got that idea for the dark side in Star Wars. Because um, you know there's so much hidden stuff in films if you do if you look, which is wild. But he he um, but that's what that is supposedly a lot of African tra traditions. If you look into the work of uh, I think it's called Creedwa Muchwa is called. Um, there's an amazing interview with David Icke online somewhere. If you type in Creedwa Muchwa with David Icke, it's about three or four hour interview. And yeah, that interview is really brilliant. It's like he's bridging the gap between African traditions and these experiences with interdimensional beings, experiences with like the reptilians, uh, the greys and stuff like that and they give their own their experiences with this and some really deep shit in that. Uh, but he talks about the the Darth Maul creature and I've seen the Darth Maul creature when I was younger as well. I used to have a lot of night tremors when I was younger and um, where I used to be waking up in the middle of the night and I'd see creatures and um, entities and stuff where I'd be half between sleep and half awake. Um, Laura's, my girlfriend's also seen them as well when she was younger. Um, so, you know, looking at that, it's really interesting, the Darth Maul creature. It seems like, you know, there's a, well, there would be royal reptilians, you know. Of course, there, of course there would be. Jake from Merlin said, with the crown of horns. Yeah, definitely, the crown of horns. Royal reptilian, a crown, you know, the horns. Common sense, you know, it's, it's, mad, it's mad when you think about it. Darth Fool says, may the force be with you. <laughs> Darth Fool as well. It's funny. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's a little synchronicity there. I just realised that, your name. Jake says, yeah, the Kenyan mythology is nuts. Yeah, it is. It really is when you start looking at the African cultures when it comes to extraterrestrial beings and um, reptilians and things like that. It goes deep. It really does. But definitely check out that uh, Creed War Much War. He's called uh, Podcast with David Icke. It's wild, honestly. It really is. It goes so deep. It's uh, quite, it's quite, um, quite dark to be honest. A lot of darkness in it, but it's just, in, it's interesting perspective. He's died as well now as well. Credo Mutra. Sean said, "I used to get flashbacks. Felt like a motorbike driving over my head, and the sound in my ears before the flashback. But it was just off acid, nasty drug, mushrooms away." <laughs> Yeah, I think you know, I think we the it's I know it's, I know there's a lot obviously a lot of evidence around LSD and stuff like that. Um, I think John Lilly was actually one of the pioneers of LSD, but uh, there's also a funny story as well, by the way, about um, a woman who was a uh, who believed that um, dolphins were really intelligent. I don't know if you've heard the story; it's a really funny one. Um, and she was doing experiments with dolphins where she was giving them LSD and she wanted to telepathically communicate with them. And she had this really funny experience with the dolphins where the only way to get the dolphins to relax, she found out that she had to masturbate the dolphins. <laughs> Which is really funny, and this is a true story, I promise you this, you can look it up. And she actually had to masturbate the dolphins every single day uh, to give them LSD <laughs> and give them LSD, because that's the only way they'd be relaxed, because they were so horny and they wouldn't be willing, to, they weren't relaxed and they couldn't do the work. And um, I mean, imagine in your mind now, right, imagine, um, dolphins, for example, in the in in the Calcutta Zoo or something, or dolphins in a zoo, 
Imagine them getting to know that them dolphins every single day are getting to take LSD and getting masturbated. <laughs> They'll be thinking like, how the hell are we in this cage? And they get they get to do that every single day. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Mad. I wouldn't like that job for sure. <laughs> Wonderful Van Life says, I play a few instruments and find music very spiritual. I always improvise. And the music is challenged, challenged through me. I have no idea where it comes from. It just comes out sounding something in my hands. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm actually learning the guitar at the minute. Um, I'm trying my best. It's hard because um, I'm left-handed. And the guitar that Laura has is a right-handed one. So I'm actually trying to play it on the on the right hand, which is not very good. Because my left hand like, should be the hand where I'm trying to be more um, more creative. My left-hand side of my body. My right feels more aggressive and it doesn't feel right but i love just there's something beautiful about musical instruments and just you know just you know just going along and seeing what see what seeing like you said what channels through you i love um something i love doing as well uh, is i'll um i love listening to rap beats like just complete rap tracks and beats with um no voiceover just the beats and i'll actually just practice rapping over them just for the just for a laugh like i'm not actually i'm not rapping, i'm not very good i'm actually very good at poetry by the way um, I write a lot of poetry, um, so I can so I can like find words that match things really well, and I always have a great laugh with that. So I'll just play a, a track in the background, and I'll just randomly on the spot whatever objects in the room, and I'll just start rapping about that object. Like today, I was rapping about olive oil, <laughs> which is really cool. Um, olive oil and bath salts. <laughs> Uh, try it; it's really cool. Uh, poetry is really poetry is really cool, though. Um, yeah, I, I really love poetry. I'll drop um, a bit of poetry on you now. Uh, this is this is just a really quick one that I wrote a long time ago, and I can do this in a rap form as well. But it says, it says everything is changing; it's ever rearranging. The birds, the bees, the trees, the seas, the ground on which you walk, even the air in which you breathe. All energy is borrowed, and one day we have to give it back. Vander life, Van life says, try the hand pan hang drum mind changed my life yeah that's it's it's really cool um i love like it's it's, it's such a spiritual um it's such a uh, like a spiritual instrument the, the hand pan isn't it it's like it's one i've tried and it actually looks really it looks you know it looks really easy on the surface like it's one of them instruments that you can see like it'll be easy think you'd think on the surface it'll be easy to use but then you try it and it's like no it's not it's very hard it takes a lot of work um I think a lot of when you get an instrument in your hand, you try using an instrument. You really have a lot of respect for people. Like for example, um, something that I've got over there, I was going to reach over to it, but I might knock the laptop. Is a, a Himalayan, um, not him, Tibetan bowl, and I, I love Tibetan bowls. I actually did a um, sound such a, a profound thing doing Tibetan bowls. There's something about when you do like a, in a in a shavasana pose, or you just lie on the floor or something on your bed, and you actually play the Himalayan balls. You can definitely see why in the past that was used for healing, no doubt about it. I heard um, Kanye West as well a while ago speaking about how one of his visions in the future was to actually create a big Himalayan ball where people could actually sit inside the Himalayan ball, and um, you know you hit the Himalayan ball and it would like affect them on a healing level. I think that'd be wild. Imagine that a big um, sorry, a big Tibetan ball, and you hit it, and um, you know make certain sounds. I think it's wild when you put um, when you put water, for example, in a Himalayan ball, and you go around the the ball, uh, go around the the Tibetan ball. It actually changes the resonance of the water, and the water has loads of 
uh, secret, ge secret geometry in the water, which I think is really wild. So imagine if we're made of 70% of water, what's sound doing to the human body? And that's why um, the pyramids in the, around the world were were created in a way with um, sound resonance. Like, you know, they were created in a way to... There was rumours that they were created with sound as well to lift the stones. But they were actually also... Um, they were also like designed in a way architecturally to actually affect the, like the, the human resonance within inside of the body. Like the stones at Gopekli Tepe in Turkey, which is a really interesting monument if you've looked into that, is designed in a way that actually has... It's been like uh, looked at by people who um, understand how sound works, and it's been made like uh, you would you would design like um, you know for example you build a stage like for an orchestra orchestra to like sort of to bounce the sound in a certain way. Gobekli Tepe has been designed in a way to to affect sound resonance when you're in that when you're in this in the center, which I think is really wild. And also they say a lot of stones as well. A lot of stones that are used in their buildings also have that can be, are stones that are, are affected via sound. Something that I've been doing as well a lot um, is... Um, ah, what's it called again? It's, I can't remember the specific name of it, but it's basically... A, a, it's like a mantra that I do every morning. And you basically go through all the... I'm still learning at the moment, so I don't know them off by heart. But there is a, a, a sequence that you can do uh, that activates certain chakras in the body. So it's like, I think the base chakra is like Lam, Ram, Ham, and then you obviously go Om all the way to the crown chakra. And I think if you type in chakra mantras, um, chanting, it'll come up somewhere and then you can, you can do it. But try it, it's really cool in the morning. It only takes about three or four minutes and you just basically go through each chakra in the body and you, you say the words that match the, the match the certain chakra and it's like Lam, Ram, Ham, and you work your way all the way up. It's really uh, really cool. I think there's something really beautiful about how sound can affect the human body, and that's why it's it's been uh, discovered for so long. Yeah, there's, it seems like there's a lot of people, common people in the comments who are all speaking about using musical instruments. Uh, for yeah, the Om mantra is really powerful. Yeah, it really is. Um, try that. Try try that. Um, if you take psychedelics, for example, or something. Uh, it's really cool to do that when you're taking psychedelics, like using music to soften, to, to create the ceremonial space. Uh, really interesting things happening, especially when your consciousness is altered and you're using sound through that practice. So many beautiful things happen. Anyway, guys, I think I'm going um, to go now because the lights, um, I haven't paid for the electricity bill this month. So um, <laughs> these things are hard. <laughs> times are hard so the lights aren't on <laughs> i'll have to get the candles lit um i'm only joking but um the light's too far away for us to switch it on but anyway i love you all thanks so much for coming on and i'm sorry again that this had to be put into two parts because the previous one the government took us down on the first one uh, but it's really cool uh, hanging out with you guys on this um, and i'll be doing more of these in the future so wherever you are in the world if you're going through the work keep going that's what i keep telling myself today is keep going if you can get out get outside in nature and do whatever you can i love you all thanks everyone for turning up i really appreciate it. it's always cool to hang out big love peace out hope you like that punk podcast conversation as always um so anyway just to play this podcast out as i always do this song is one called lee vent nose portraya whatever that means uh it's a foreign one um it could be saying absolutely anything in this one they could be saying um 
something uh something about uh spirituality saying something bad about spirituality <laughs> saying how we're, we're all false gurus or something <laughs> i haven't got a clue but anyway it's a beautiful one um it's by an artist called sophie sophia hungaria i think it is but it's called lee vent norse porteria um, it's a beautiful one uh, enjoy this one wherever you are in the world and i'll catch you in the next one whenever that is peace out Thank you.